really bad. Hola, welcome to episode 23 of A Bev with Stev. And uh, this episode, we're going to be at a barbecue meat festival called The Big Meat, interviewing the Rosalies, who are a country band, uh, British, Americana, all the way from the West Country somewhere, was Bristol, now it's somewhere in Wales. They're a brilliant band, we've been mates with them for a while. Emily's in a band with um, Becca called The Savannahs, which you may know of if you've listened to a few of these episodes. Then we're talking to the legendary Sam Beer, in what I think is his fourth appearance. He's just done an album with his band, The Treetop Flyers, but here, he will not be talking music. He'll be talking about a date he went on, which is very good, so stick around for that. But I wanted to do this intro to tell you all that I've done an album. Steve Mahoney and the Mill Island Band slash the Milkshakes. We're not quite sure yet. I think it's the most true thing I've ever done because it's actually incorporating some of this vibe that we that I do. It's a lot of comedy, you know, it's got song titles that you'll find, You when you read the song titles, you'll understand the sort of album it is. But this is the best collection of musicians I've ever played with. We recorded the entire thing in a day, or maybe even six hours. Anyway, I'm going to shut up about it, it's very self-indulgent. But here is an exclusive preview of this album before it's mixed, mastered, before I've even done any covers or thought about it. Here it is, a little sneak preview for you. So yeah, that's all you're getting for now. So please stick around. After this, we're going to be right back at the Big Meat Festival with the vegan country singing Rosalie's. Bonjour. Hi, here we are. Where the hell are we? I'm a bit low beat. You guys got entertained. Here we are with Simon. Hello. And Becca. Hello. Rosalie, the legends. We've got a phone cover, which is crisps. Yes, I'm out. Think of your crisp episode. That's three which we episodes drove, out of date. We drove for about two hours listening to your crisp episode. Made, and it really we, made me want to eat crisps. All we, wanted, all we were was hungry for two hours listening to that. Right. But they're hula hoops. Yeah, it's all I could find. Is it a hula They had Doritos as well. <laughs> but what do you get in phone covers nowadays? What phone cover have you got? Do you want to see? Or have you not got a phone no, cover? You live dangerously. Rosalie's. Ooh, how oh, professional. Yeah. Look at that. So Simon and Becca are in a band called the Rosalie's. Yeah. British country, British Americana. British Alternative country. country, yeah. Hi, Emily's here as well. What is this? Where are we? We're in Farnham. No, we're not. Because they drove me for 12 minutes. I'm an angry guy. Drove me for 12 minutes. I know. They didn't know. After Farnham. Got a cab. They didn't know where they were going. That was another £10. No, I get a cab as well, but it's still in Farnham. We're in Farnham. Okay. And the Rosalies are vegans at a barbecue meat festival. I don't know. I can't tell anyone. We're going to get lynched. There might be meat in this bit. When did you go vegan? Or do you not want to talk about it's that? It's slow transition for many, many years. If you're a vegan, you have to go on about it all the time to everyone. Well, you don't. At every meal. You guys are probably ultimately right.
What's your... Because you told me about halal meat. You're offended by that. Yeah. What's the deal? Why do you do it? Is it emotional? Is it rational? It's, it's, all, it's all about the animal. Do you get the shits when you... Okay. No, I'll get right, let's go. vegetables. It's me going. What do you miss? Chocolate. Cheese. No, you don't miss cheese. I do. Why don't you just go veggie? Because I care about the animals. But they still... They're just... They suffer. Let's not, do you no, want to actually, talk about this? Do you no, want so this to be a vegan? Are they suffering for the chocolate, though? Yeah, of course. Yeah. It's milk dairy. In there. Yeah, but that's what they're dairy cows. Yeah, what do you do if you had two hours left to live? Would you eat some cheese? No, that wouldn't be on my mind. Two hours what, left to live. Uh, I would play my guitar. Yeah, two hours left. Surely you'd make love, you two. <laughs> Who would you make love to in the la- if you only had two hours left to go that weren't each other? No, you'd have to to seal off your life. This has been your life. Uh, Leo so DiCaprio. Oh my god, really? Yeah, yeah. Oh, you, you too? You'd bum him? <laughs> Probably not. Why don't you two team someone? I don't know. That I've might sort two, it out. I've got two hours. It's who, who is within a two hour radius? We would just do it with each other. We'd have to. What if, they well, what, if you, well, what if you were two and a half hours away from each other? Who Rarely then? happens, does it? I don't know. I've never seen you arrive at a gig together. No. <laughs> we need our space, man. And I, she doesn't... I'm late for stuff. Just wait for you. <laughs> Everyone wins. All right, so what's... So we're at a barbecue festival. Yeah. The Savannahs have just played... The big Meat. Yeah. yeah. Is that what it's called? Yeah. Big Meat. I've had a Greek savlaki. I haven't eaten yet. Okay. Uh, do you want to eat? That's, yeah. So we'll end this segment. Is there anything Holding else? Her up from her big meat okay. right now. I had a sun-dried tomato <laughs> with pesto and lettuce crepe. And it was amazing. Yeah? It was really good. Okay. I mean, I was really hungry, so anything's really good when you're hungry. I did actually just eat a pizza, vegetarian. With Vegan cheese? cheese. With cheese. So oh, for God's sake, Becca, and you're just about to annihilate me. <laughs> I don't, You've just I, don't cook, I don't cook with it and I don't buy it but if I have to because that was the only option I had do you want to play a song one of your songs you're making a new album or do you want to talk about this later um, we what's are making a new album alright we're gonna be should we talk about that after this song but what is the song you've done that you're most proud of and you want to play right now from your latest album maybe well, I'll tell you what, we one can, of your songs we can give you a rough copy no I've got your album of I've got Granary album. Sessions no we've what got about the rough the copy new, of the new, new album you want to debut one of your yeah, songs yeah. on this okay we can give you heartaches and promises yeah which is almost done it's not the final copy yeah, but you two ain't the kind of people you want to be you don't want to give me an unfinished product, product I, I, well, no we don't give a we don't care that there's much. a few hundred people are on this now yeah this i know well all right we'll wait then for the final thing no no let's fuck it let's right. give it to him <gasps> steve it's just a song you can have it it's fine, wow. it's fine. yeah it's not it's never recording. just a song it's simon not, it's not a bad recording it's actually with alex our friend who did the granary sessions he we, did a rough day of recording we recorded the whole album before anything just to listen to it back so we all four yeah, of us that's the type just you got are. into a room <laughs> and we recorded like yeah. was it 12 tracks and, and so that we could take it away for months and listen to it and work out what we want to and do. obsess over it. And obsess over it. And so we'll give you one of those. It's no problem. You can have that. Probably it's Heartaches called, and Promises because it's a duo song and, and the band stuff's much. better when it's recorded properly. This actually sounds kind of like it will be because it's just the two of us with guitars and harmonies and it's quite nice. So. Great. Here it is then. Heartaches and Promises. Worldwide debut. <laughs> Pre- preview. Preview. Pre-pube. By the Rosalies. Yeah. Bonjour. One, two. Three. Don't answer my phone calls. I'm wondering why. Few beers and 
your on-stage chemistry with Emily? Is she annoying? No, she's always <laughs> lovely to Which sing with. Which one of you is the bossiest? Mahoney and the moment are on hiatus. I am bossy, for sure. No, but you're well good, so that you've got the, you've got the I like, excuse. I love being next to Emily. It's great. Okay. And how is this gig, Emily? Out of ten? At the Big Meat Festival? Savannah's? Uh, she's not answering. She needs to eat first. <laughs> she's looking at I would say it was a good seven. Yeah, it was a seven. It, was it a got seven. better as it went along. Yeah. I would say we, we enjoyed it because um, we had a relaxed time. It was not too intense. We got to play an hour. Yeah. It's cool. Is that kid selling something? No, he's just giving away business cards. Is he? Oh, for his family. That's yeah. when you got to start doing business now, isn't it? To be able to pay the rent. I think so. Got to start at like seven. I wouldn't leave it till seven. Mm. What's he selling? Just give me the... Give me the card. Oh, we just start. Barbecue Republic. Okay. If we had a kid, we'd, have, we'd send it around for tips, right? Which is our tent? Our tent's the big music stage in the corner. We got a house. <laughs> we live in the mansion down the road. Cool, right? Our dads own McVitie's. So this is free. Yeah, look at us, man. Can't we look rich? Anyway, sorry. How do you feel about the Savannah's performance you're saying out of 10? I'm giving it seven as well. I think like the, we're Simon Cowell I think that the banjo sounded fantastic if not a little bit loud 
Ooh, it was loud. It was, it was loud. loud, but it was a On good stage, tone. It was quiet. That's the problem. You I, never I know how it I sounds. Think the Savannah's vocals is always a winning combination. Yeah, that's, that's what they're. Your vocals were strong. It's like you slept for fifteen hours. She, and you had, had more energy than her. She had slept for 15 hours. That's yeah, but it. Emily had to get a train and then a taxi, and we just got in our camper van and yeah. came straight here. So we yeah. had. And you like, drove. Yeah, we came from Herefordshire. Yeah. It took us 15 hours, and Becca slept all the way. Good. That's why she looks like. She's and you're young, aren't you? You're a millennial. Well, I'm 30, 33. 30 something. That's nothing. <laughs> you're hitting your prime. So how do you two vegans feel about that, that man over there pulling apart a bit of meat and well, showing people to how to pull apart meat, an animal? So I'm not, like, not used to it. We just don't eat it now for moral reasons. So. I think it's awful. No, what do you miss? A bacon sandwich? No, not at all. Chicken? No. Chicken's he amazing. He misses no. KFC. I do miss We KFC. had a KFC about we three months ago. We did on my ago. birthday. That, that was, was it. Last that was the last one. You know, every time you tuck into Kentucky Fried Chicken, you're assured a fresh chicken cooked right here in the store. We take tender chicken and coat it in 11 different herbs and spices to the Colonel's secret recipe. Then it's deep fried, the original Kentucky way. That's what makes it everybody's favorite chicken. Now ain't that finger looking good? But KFC now are bringing vegetarian I've heard that dish yeah. to the he UK. He wrote to the local Ross on Y KFC yeah. asking yeah. for vegetarian yeah. KFC. I wrote in my own blood. <laughs> I've heard it's very bad for you, blood. that veggie. I've heard it's just batter. Um, no, it's not batter. batter. It's, a, it's 11 magical herbs and spices. No, there's no batter on it. I would have it if it was a vegetarian, like a vegan yeah. no, I, KFC. I, the I just can't eat the chicken. What's the closest you've been to falling off the vegan wagon? Um, well, that would have been my birthday at KFC when I did fall off the wagon. We're live in the festival, live in the midst of cultural meat and music. So you're making an album with your wife. Is it your third album? She's not your she's not your wife yet, or is she going? And it's not my third album. Yeah. Other than that, what's you're your story then? You're from Watford. Unfortunately, our you... very first album, twelve and something years ago, was in Taylor's in Watford. There was a pub called Taylor's, and we recorded it upstairs. Our friend or uh, someone we knew had some kind of equipment, so we just threw our first I don't know 11, 12 songs together and I really enjoyed it it's a great album but no we're, we're going for album 5 now and when you first heard her voice what did you think and like for fucking hell yeah, uh, it was even before that I, the first time I ever saw her I was like man that's a hot she in country boots no no neither of us were really country back then uh, we, what were you chavs well, I was a Kunas. I was Cajun for Cajun. I've been in a Cajun band for 28 years. So, so you dress like a kind of. I don't didn't dress like anything Tex-Mex then. Next guy. No, no, I just dressed like I was from Watford, unfortunately. But we've slowly. Well, you're like a world music guy. No, no, not really. I'm just a fiddle player from Watford, really. But we've slowly... you grow on, you grow on trees, really, don't you? We, we've, <laughs> I guess, we just spent more and more time in America, in Louisiana and Texas, and. That's just kind of influenced us of what we've done and who we've met and what we've eaten and uh, where we dance and whatever. Yeah, but you're vegans now. What do you mean what you've eaten? I know, it's so bad. Cajun vegan burgers. What, yeah, what kind of... Yeah, so Kunas is, is the... Uh, Kunas is the word that Cockneys would use for London. Like, East London is a Cockney. Okay. A Cajun is a, is a Kunas. All right. So it's not offensive if you are a Kunas, but it's probably offensive. It sounds like gonads in a way. 
I just asked Simon about when you met at the Horns, what happened, what was your impression of him? Um, I remember sitting in the corner and then Simon walked in and he had a big smile and I thought he was Australian. G'day! And I thought he was younger than he is. Uh, uh, <laughs> both quite offensive. I was 19 and I thought he was about 21 but he was older than that. How old was he? Is this going to be illegal? He was 27. And um, and then I. That's hot for you though, isn't it? Nine years older, which was yeah, not a problem till now. Simon's grey and I'm not. <laughs> yeah, even I'm grey and I'm. <laughs> no, I'm only joking. Yeah. And then. Um, and were you singing? I so sang my first ever open music. mic. I played my first ever time on stage. Oh, you got her well young. She knows nothing else. And then basically. I played Stuck in the Middle with you, okay. Cedar's Wheel. And now you're stuck in the middle of him. I am. <laughs> um, and then, yeah, he came over and said something like... What was the line? Oh, you you were great, but your band was rubbish. Oh, hello. Um, but really liked you. Here's my number or something. And then I did text him and then he came there next week and... You did text him, what would you say? I was. I think. How old are you? Actually, we spoke on the phone, which was like. Weird. That's the old days, right? She just texted me the link for just for men. Now, what did he look like then? No beard, short hair. He had a bean. I think he had a beanie on, like a the toweling top. I like. Yeah, he just said he was dressed Watford Cajun. I don't know what that means. He had. Uh, he just looked different. He didn't dress like a cowboy at all. He, he had sort of long hair. He looked Australian. Honestly. Or like Crocodile Dundee vibes. No, like a surfer. A oh, bit. quite. So he had like his midriff out or whatever. He had some muscles and stuff. He looked muscly. He was sporty. He's more muscly now, but I thought he was more muscly then. (laughs) (laughs) I I found him attractive and we obviously eyes met and then he just kept beaming at me every time I walked past him. And then I liked his confidence and, and that's it. We met. And so you'd already, had you already musically experienced each other? Because we had, hadn't we? Because your voice is amazing, strong and kind of energetic and unique. It was my first time singing on stage, so... Oh, so you were shit? I don't know, maybe. Well, but I didn't know Simon, then I I didn't know he played, and then he said he was a fiddle player, and then I came... Are you sure that's what he said? Yeah. (laughs) And (laughs) And then I came to see him play at the same pub once we were dating and play, saw him play with his Cajun band the Bon Ton Playboys and I thought they were all going to be hot young Australian looking men and they were all old people apart from Simon they were lovely though they are lovely guys but they are an old band and you recorded your first um, Rosalie's album and it was called the Rosalie's yeah? yeah in Taylor's in Watford which is a pub or something a, yeah. above a pub yeah it's one of our first gigs we played as a little bar in Watford it's gone now but it was just a nice little acoustic night and we recorded upstairs in that bar is that you know say you're at the McDonald's and you turn right yes. is it down there yeah. I played in there yeah. yeah do you want to keep telling me the Rosalie story in a comedic way I'm loving it and then so I was in the horns where I met Rebecca and I walked I walked in the pub and it, it was my local pub so I was in there all the time and I I saw this little hottie on the left as I walked in and there was a there was like a downlight above her so she was like illuminated and I gave four girls my number that night and she was the only one that called and that's the beginning of the Rosalies I'll tell you a different side he said I'm gonna marry that girl to his friend apparently there and then but we're not married so that's a lie but 13 years on I think he felt he felt you fell in love with me Simon you said What's that? You're breaking up. <laughs> <laughs> no, I, I do think we had a, an immediate connection. 
Can you stop this song so we can get on with this hot hot topic of a podcast? Shut up. She's really belting. She's good. Doesn't matter how loud you are though. She's very good. I'm willing to listen harder. Ladies and gentlemen, please. <laughs> That's her, here's her name. Susanna hasn't finished, Oh, fucking Susanna. hell. Susanna somewhere. Susanna. Did you hear she just said she was on like Portu- Portugal's Got Chat? So they had the Savannas, then the Susanna. And for fans of Emily, here's our segment here. Fans of Emily, so what is going on at this festival with barbecue meat? What's your opinion on veganism and meat and all that at the moment? Boring subject. Yeah, it is boring. I saw there was this girl on the train actually on the way in who had a sign with her. She was obviously going to a protest that was like, there is no humane animal slaughter. Go vegan. And I was like, oh, she's not going to the festival. I went in there with other humans and I took her out of there. And if I hadn't, she wouldn't be with me right now. She would be gone. Just like all of her sisters. Just like everybody who we left behind. And I'm here to tell you today that all of those other girls, but everyone who we left behind, they just wanted to live too. And they deserve their lives. And right now, their eggs and their milk and their bodies are on plates inside this restaurant. And that is so unfair to them. My little girl's name is Snow. I'd do it for a couple of days. I just don't want to ever... I've been cooking better than I've ever cooked. (laughs) Cooking vegan food. What's the good dishes that you may not know as a meat eater? What's your uh, special dishes? Pesto lasagna. Okay. It's got creamy cashew sauce, like a creamy sauce, pesto from fresh, and then vegetables like roasted and lasagna, and it's epic. I like, we like veggie chili. Or is that vegan yeah. chili that we have? You can make vegan chili. I just made my own pizza this week. Okay. Which, you know... You, you Do you cook anyway? Or have you been, like, determined to No, I mean, I'm learning to cook before, but I think I've become better since vegan cookbook. And you both decided together at exactly the same moment when we had that KFC? I didn't, happen- I didn't eat meat since last July. Okay. So, no. What, what was the last meal? Oh, I was in German, Germany. I ate too much sausage. Oh, yeah, that sounds like a good way to quit. I had a lot of verst. Lots of verst. Honestly, I had, like, a couple of weeks of barbecues with friends and then Germany sausage, and I was like, I'm done. I am done. Yeah. Were well, you brought up, like, kind of I was and probably Simon, that there has to be meat in every meal? Um, definitely, no, it's no. It's not but, said, it's just done. Um, not necessarily, but my mum my cooked a lot of uh, fresh food, but, like, minced meat, kind of lasagnas and pastas and stuff. But, no, we didn't have to have it, but I think you do often eat meat regularly don't you no yeah. you don't have to these days no as we walk around looking at carcasses and pigs <laughs> yeah. if this could be a smell podcast there's it does like to be fair smell. it does smell good what do you think is the best <laughs> name silverback grillers Ooh. meat apocalypse no that's rubbish so these guys are all boneyard joker smokers you need a vice somewhere though, Becca. What's your vice? Class A's? What's my vice? Oh, yeah. um, How'd you get the your kicks? office. I like watching the I'm office. Just watching the English office or American? Actually, we love the English one the best, and now we're into the American one, which I thought originally was annoying and over the top, which it is. But you get into it, and now they do so many episodes. It's quite fun, and I quite like them now. I don't know if I like that humour at all. We do watch some, but like, yeah, the I office. I think I watch many it. other American sitcoms, but I love British comedy. We love Alan Partridge. Yeah. You got your big pint, Alan? <laughs> Here's a romantic tribute to a lovely lady over there with orange hair and a cigarette in her mouth. <laughs> Why do birds? 
just too high. I said, every time, every time, every time, just like, just like me. I said, no, to be close to you. Why do, why do, that's not working. Well, you get the general idea. Anyway, thank you. And we love Peep Show and Legal Gentlemen. And yes. gentleman. That's good. You'd like it. It's mm. really quirky. Have you seen Nathan for you? This is the latest um, thing that we like. No. See, I really love Sasha Baron Cohen, Ali oh, yeah. G, Borat. Yeah. And this is like that where he goes into businesses and like sort of, you know, like this trend of kind of tech guys goes, I'm going to fix your business and make you a Fortune 100 company. Frozen yogurt is one of the most popular treats in America, enjoyed by everyone, like Asian women, or just a regular guy in the neighborhood. Oh, I'm just a regular guy in the neighborhood here. But that popularity doesn't mean much if your yogurt shop is empty. Nick Batista is the manager of Yogurt Haven in Eagle Rock, California. And lately, he's been in desperate need of customers. It would be a plus if we got more traffic going. So I paid him a visit with some advice on how to help his business. My mission was to fill Yogurt Haven with customers. My plan? A crazy new flavor that will get people talking. That flavor is poo. <laughs> is that serious? Yeah. So that's my vice, probably watching British comedies on DVD. And can you tell us about your new album then? Yeah. Rosalie's new album. Really, it's, really. When's it coming out? Next year? Yeah, we really need to start recording it. It's been four years. We've got tons of songs we play live that people ask for and we don't have it recorded. Got songs on there that... You have a CD to sell, yeah? At the gigs? We have three albums for sale. But yeah, but... We're going to do a great sits, Mahoney, in the moment next. <laughs> so just do that. Put them all on one CD. Good. Don't have to pay. And what's your most memorable experience in the Rosalies for like how long is it? Twelve years or something? Thirteen years, yeah. What's the best gig ever? Oh, that's really hard to say. Um, probably one of the best gigs was in our friend's uh, house in Louisiana. He put on a concert in his back garden in like a a shed not a shed but it's a workshop and he created a little concert room yeah. and he built our guitars Mike Almond so they're beautiful guitars so we Mike Almond not Mark Almond who sang uh, Sacred Love or whatever Mark M Mike ah! <laughs> Mike Almond okay and that was like 60 people in there Hit, you know invite only thing and we played and some of our local friend musicians played and it was just an epic gig you did a duo we did it twice as a duo and then as a little band what else are you listen to a baby a band that you're into or your friends with from the states or oh, all right all right uh we're well, doing a good interview here. rachel laven yeah our friend obviously a good friend of ours from texas she's got a great album Lux, love and lucases uh what's love in lucases love and lucases they're they're cowboy boots called lucases oh, yeah. is that her album and we're on her album actually so what, singing yeah singing and sign plays fiddle okay we could put on her song that we sing on yeah let's hear that that is called only thing familiar yeah, I'm play fiddle on that. That'll do. The fiddler from Watford. dresses and pearls but with you I don't need nothing just me myself and I you take me as I am 
In all my shapes and forms From the lost girl behind the scenes To the star on the stage You love me more When my makeup starts to fade And I'm the one you chose to hold at night I'm the one to call your own insulted the man at the chili stand first he said is this interesting because I knew you weren't going to buy any chili I know but that's the kind of thing that you would say to me quietly when he's not paying attention but you said it like loud and like tired I don't him, care you said it like you announced it is this interesting to the guy who makes it and then so much so that he had to respond and say yeah of course it's interesting he didn't say that he did and then you go, yeah, but are you going to buy anything? Also something you could have said privately to me, but you didn't. And then you knocked over one of the chili sauces on the table and it completely emptied out. And it's like, you could see like the wheels in your head turning as to whether you should like ask for a napkin to try and clean it up. And you looked at him and you looked down at the sauce and he couldn't see that it had spilled. And you started legging it. I did not. That is not done. true. Yeah, yeah, thanks. Oh, you went for Yeah. yeah. Oh, perfect timing. That's right. But I'm going to go back and buy chili anyway. So no, you're not. Yes, I am. Well, just to make yourself feel better. Yeah, and, and I want to try chili pe- pepper. Okay. If anybody wants, if anybody enjoyed their little teaspoon of chili and you want a little bit more, we've got a new vendor that's just opened uh, vending tonight, um, late, into the night, late into the night tonight, and all day tomorrow um, doing a smoked brisket chili with nachos. All right, so um, they've just opened now. I think they're ready to go. Right, here's a special treat for you all. Here's how you... I didn't want it. Modern dating in a nutshell. Here we go. Sam Beer, what happened? 
Hi there, everyone. <laughs> Welcome to the Undisclosed Podcast. I'm going to relay a story that is uh, not uncommon, but... Ah, yeah, no, it's not. But uh, uncommon to many. Okay. I was getting back into the dating early this year. Are we 2018? Yep. yep. 2018. Here we are. So, new year, new resolutions. Trying to get it sorted. I, I roll out Tinder with a half heart, a full belly, a gym membership, resolutions, things that will be kept, things that will be broken. Oh, yeah. With a man as smouldering as me, there's a good, like, two people interested on Tinder. And so, did you swipe her first, or did she... How did it happen? Literally... In oh, 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 it was... A, Steve, thank you for asking. It was a whirlwind of thumb action, uh, which a new phrase that people might coin is faction. So it was a moment of faction. But did you swipe her without really thinking about it? I'm partially sighted and desperate. Right. So normally it's, and I'm left-handed, which makes. Uh, <laughs> so had your phone in your right. So hand. I'm, I'm actually unable That's to. How you ended up I'm actually stuff. unable to swipe. No, the app's been designed for right-handed people. Okay. So I'm actually. So you accidentally swipe left or right. I have no choice. I have no choice. You got a message. Okay. You're popular, obviously, with stuff like this going on. This place, Yeah, but. Uh, like you did. I I I don't with the incoming correspondence and I responded immediately so she emailed you it's fucking Bumble, she had to. Oh, is it Bumble? I oh, can't okay. remember, I, can't, I don't know. Is that, that's the thing that was, It was Bumble. The woman has to send the first message, and so she sent the first message, and then Sam and I were out on Valentine's Day, and Sam said, we've exchanged a few interesting messages. I think I'm going to ask Meaning her what? for a drink. What did she say? Right. Here we go. So that's my sister there. Drop the bomb until you met it was just a casual bit of fun or so I thought I'd chill out with my sis as fun as it can be without meeting and on a phone well you do, what do you do did you bam her no you did alright okay keep going alright okay let's lay this down alright so you might have to put an ad in this <laughs> yeah could be a 20 minute session yeah so then she approached you and what did you say I, I did like a mild yet practical romance approach it was a line well no, no we're getting a meet up that's a fact my rehearsal space with my so that's what you said to her we're gonna meet up that's a fact no he's so much more romantic than that I love the way you know no no I've been getting I've been getting a bit more factual of late and most people like it ish anyway let's let's nail this down uh, not trying to do any coffin analogies uh, l- let's nail it down yeah. like a dead body it does work for the punchline yeah yeah you know what's her vibe was she English Welsh U- Ugandan yeah okay let's let's calm down so 
I went from rehearsal in Stoke Newington. This is rehearsal day or rehearsal somehow other kind of rehearsal? Oh, 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 steady on. So I got my rehearsal in my band's rehearsal room. I got my uh, rather beautiful fucking Telecaster on my back in a nice leather case. That gives me strength when walking to a date. Yeah. It's a fact that I had to have it with me. Yeah. There's none of that involved. It's like rolling up in a Ferrari. Yeah. Or, you know, or like a, a Punto or something. A Fiat Punto. Yeah, or maybe a... a Fiat Canto. Yeah. Anyway, I've done a bit of a bit of groundwork, though. Which I think... A bit classy, actually. The No, there's a shop on the way to the rehearsal room that does Ritter Sport. And you've turned up with chocolate. Oh, you turned up with chocolate for this yeah. bit? Yeah. Right, yeah. I got dark Ritter, cho- Ritter Sport. I'm going red wine, dark chocolate. Okay. Uh, um, I don't care. What was the venue? Rose and Crown, Stoke Noon. Things are going well. Yeah. We're having a chat. Can you get a bloody berry in here? We're talking for an hour. We both had a wine, whatever. I've broken out the chocolate. It's cool. We're both going to have a drink. I find it weird. No, everything's fine. What can I do? The chocolate. Oh, okay. No, that's not weird. I find it weird. Why? <laughs> okay, listeners. Carry on. There was no fucking right. I don't know it's any debt. Because the best it could go is you'd be licking off her, right? The chocolate. Uh, love you, baby. No, no, we ordered wings as well. <laughs> Chill. I love that. Well, like partridge. You could be licking off her the chocolate. He went, no, we ordered wings as well. <laughs> right. Okay, so listen. Would you, eat, would you have eaten wings off her if you didn't? We got some wings as well. Everyone's going great. When you met, though, you thought you liked her or what? Was there good chemistry before this bombshell? She was... No, Are you there? No. no he right. Back off. Back off. Back off. Are you there on CCTV? <laughs> earpiece. Sister on earpiece. No. Um. <laughs> you mad? Did you like her? No. Uh, no. No. I just. I. Just, I don't like that situation. Like what the fuck? Blind date. You don't like it? Did you have a feel around the body when you met her? Did you get rid of her? No, no, fuck no. You Why not? You're, 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 you're more fucking friendly with people on the tube. You're, like, you put a foot wrong in that situation. First date, awkward. You put, you put a foot wrong and you're in like... I've never been on... on you're you're yeah, probably... Yeah, so how do we get yeah, so that way? What? So, baby, hit us with the weirdness. Do you pad up? Alright, so basically... They've had an awesome hour... We've had a chat. We're having a chat. Hour in the pub, two minutes in the toilet. No, we're having, no, no, we're having a chat. I've had my own two minutes in the loo. You wank one out? No, just thinking. Just to say, just to say sharp. <laughs> no, well, anyway, I'm very nervous. So, um, I, I've had a point with her where she's like, so, a bit about me. And I'm like, yeah. But she's not said anything about herself yet. She's not said anything of much. She hasn't dropped a bomb. What did you say? I'm in a band, you know, I own a house, I've got a beard. And then she was like, a bit about me. I don't want to go into that. Oh, okay. 
but but the chat was like you're, you're probably right yeah and lots of stuff you know oh I like this red wine or uh, don't you like a bit of dark chocolate oh what do you think uh, yeah. Brexit has, hasn't Stoke Nugent changed you know what do you do oh it's great I was uh, in Whole Foods in 2006 yeah oh. I mean it was a punk place in the 70s wasn't what? even anyway, whatever anyway lots of chats and it was really nice and it really chilled out until then until so so she's a so a little bit about me it's great that she's taken the lead because she's been a bit shit has she not been that chatty until then yeah I mean we've been mega jay it's great but she had to get it off her chest well yeah or his anyway no so I will quote we're on the 17th of February so she's says um, a bit about me uh, my husband died in January I said to her um, you poor oh babe you poor thing Christmas must have been awful like I've been there in my own way and we, you know we went on a big chat and bereavement and stuff I've got some of that in my back pocket if you want it and um, I was like look oh my god and, and you know people are so like people are so afraid you know thank you for owning up to it people are so afraid of it it's like a stay away from me flag don't fuck me I've got issues keep away from me I totally get what you're going through and you've just got to get back in there so brave when is the right time you know it's one year two years so proud of you high five and she was like yeah this January <laughs> and it'd been two weeks <laughs> and so what did, you, what did you learn from that interaction what did I learn so I, I said to her at one point I was it was actually a, we're all in giggly mode at least it wasn't that day imagine she's like he died today like. aside from that it was it was pretty serious stuff um, do you reckon you were the first day after it she might have been on a few already she told me I was did you say that you banged her? Hey? Yeah, so you banged her as well. No, 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 no. Are you sure? Because I'm pretty sure that your eyes implied earlier that you did bone down. No, they're probably telling Amy to shut up. There was a moment in the night did where she... Did like, you know, uh, divorcee glint in her eye, a kind of... Uh, Steve, I got stuff to say. Widow. There was a moment... A widow glint in her eye. Shush. A widow sparkle. But she had a lot of sparkle going on. But also, you when you get quizzed on, like, I got some pretty searching questions. Yeah. What do I earn? What's my revenue stream? Is that what she asked you? She did ask that in the day. How many likes do you have on Facebook? <laughs> yeah. I started to feel a bit less turned on. Let me tell you, I think you really messed that up. That turned you on. Sounds like a big chunk of gold. So her husband was dead seven days and she was on a Tinder date. And she said, how much money have you got? Yeah, I'm Bumble, sorry. He, uh, he approached you. If we went to a house party now in some undisclosed location in London. Okay. And she was there. And she was looking pretty fly, and she had a summer dress on with no underpants. Would you go there? 
Is it a year later, is it? Six months later? No, well, we'll do the math. No, I mean, I, um, as we were ending that date. Yeah, how did you end it? Well, I went big on the compassion and just like, you know, the date's over. Now you're dealing with someone who can be loving and friendly. Because all my dates are normally aggressive and German. It would have been funnier if you just walked away. And and did, or, no, or just went for brutal sex. Find the so nearest brick wall. No, I know. I'm surprised you didn't go out of it just because of this. Well, no, she, um, when we were walking to the bus stop, she she was like, I, don't be afraid by all of this. So, so I said, like, well, you know, I, I, I'll chill with this, call me, you know, let's fuck. So you never maintained contact? Yeah, if you text her, let's fuck now, what would she do? No, it was all done, it was all done. All done? All done. Well, fair point, like, at that point, you're not going to feel a bit freaked out. Did either of you text each other saying all done? It might not be over. We weren't even, we were still on the app, so we had limited time. Oh, so what does it do? Is it time how long you can talk to each other? Like really I got another part to the story. Alright. But I'm gonna have a wee. You shagged her mum or something. Alright, no, here's a bit, here's a word from our sponsor. Rittersport. Knackige Schokolade. In vielen leckeren Sorten. The colors of this life Rittersport. Quadratisch, praktisch, gut. Jetzt neu, Rittersport Edelnussmix. Nur zum Jubiläum. 100 Jahre Ritter. Feiern Sie mit auf rittersport.de. You met her again. What what else? No, I didn't meet her again. What were the subsequent texts? Just look after yourself, baby cake. See you later. No, nothing. And what's the moral of the story? Be sexually open. Grow a beard. Never ignore your accounts. Because every year it's going to fuck you right up. Even if you've got nothing to hide. Oh, Christ. I've got nothing to hide. I'd like to add that. But I'm very disorganized. <laughs> All right, over and out from what's this bar called? Pasyank, Pasyank Avenue. Treat me like a fool. Treat me mean and cruel. But love me. Break my faith. Baby 